Hello, exam seekers. I'm Patty, and today I bring some new content for you. Today, the topic is B2 First Reading and Use of English Part 3 Word Formation. So, are you testing your B2 CEFR level of English? Well, last week I updated the B2 First Reading and Use of English exam Part 1 Multiple Choice Close with samples 1A and 1B, and part 2, open close, with samples 2A and 2B. If you haven't read them yet, make sure you go to the blog and check both examples at examseekers.wordpress.com. Today, I bring you an update of part 3, word formation. So, when you finish listening to the sample 3A, go and check sample 3B, okay? However, before digging into the exercise, let's review the meaning of word formation. So, according to the Cambridge Dictionary, there are four main kinds of word formation. Prefixes, suffixes, conversion, and compound. So, word formation is a type of task in which candidates have to form a word by prefixation, suffixation, conversion, which is modification, or compound based on the word provided. In the B2 first, reading and use of English exam part three word formation, there is a text with eight gaps. Candidates have to change the word in the right column according to the part of speech and meaning needed to make the text coherent. Each correct answer accounts for one mark. The main focus of this part is to test your knowledge of vocabulary. Something to bear in mind is that you will have to change the word at all times. There is no way a word will remain the same as it is in the right column. Sometimes you may need to change only the ending, sometimes the beginning, and there will be times you will need to change the whole word. However, you will just be more confident about your word choice after reading the text thoroughly. Before writing down your answers, you increase your chances of getting the answers right once you have a broader idea of the text you are reading, and that will help you choose the words better. Moreover, it is vital to know what the differences between them are, especially regarding part of speech and prefixes used to form negatives and all. Most course books nowadays address this, and there are even some books containing solely words formation exercises as well. Yet, yeah, one of the best pieces of advice I could give you would be to read as much as you can from a variety of sources. For instance, different subjects in a newspaper, books, magazines, articles, and so on. The broader your area of sources, the higher your chances of being exposed to a new language and different prefixes and suffixes. Also, whenever you learn a new word, check out what are some of the prefixes and suffixes that you can use with them. Jot them down in your notebook and review them every now and again. Now, let's get you more familiarized with the exercise you will find in part 3. There is this text 
And in the first paragraph, there is one sample and two gaps to fill. I will read the first paragraph with some pauses because that's where the word that you need to fill in are. Okay, so let's go. An incredible vegetable. Garlic, a member of the Lycilia. Oh, that's such a difficult word. Okay, again. <laughs> An incredible vegetable. Garlic, a member of the Lilacea family, which also includes onions, is used in cooking all around the world. China is currently the largest of garlic, which is particularly associated with the dishes of Northern Africa and Southern Europe. It is native to Central Asia and has long had a history as a health-given food used both to prevent cure. So, let's start the sample. Garlic, a member of the Lilacea family, family, also includes onions in used in cooking all around the world. The word provided is common. Since the word common comes right before the word used, it means that it is an adverb that is modifying the way it is used or how they use garlic. As adverbs usually follow an YL as a suffix, the gap is filled with commonly. That's right. That's it. That was easy, wasn't it? Now, let's go for the next gap. The sentence is, China is currently the largest of garlic, which is particularly associated with the dishes of Northern Africa and Southern Europe. The word provided is product. In this sentence, you will need to use a derivation of the word product, which can describe the connection between China and garlic. With this sentence, they mean that China produces garlic on a large scale. It is not difficult to figure out that the word to fill the gap is producer. That's it. Now, let's check the third gap. The sentence is, it is native to Central Asia and has long had a history as a health-given food, used both to prevent and cure the word provided is ill. Ill is a synonym of sick, in case you were unaware of it. And just like sick, it is an adjective. Nevertheless, the word you need here has to be a complement for the word cure, which is a verb in this sentence. To prevent and cure something. Therefore, you will need a noun. Just like sick, the word ill has the same suffix to change the adjective into a noun, which is the suffix ness. So the correct answer here would be illness. That's it. You can say illness or illnesses. That's okay. Both answers are accepted. Now it's your turn to try. I'll read the text with the gaps and the provided words for you to try. Okay, so I will read now the second and third paragraphs and 
the words provided. First, write down the words provided. They are effect, science, add, press, advantage, and spice. Now let's go for the text. The forefather of antibiotic medicine, Louis Pasteur, claimed garlic was as, as penicillin in the treating infections. Modern day have proved that garlic can indeed kill bacteria and even some viruses. So it can be very useful for people who have coughs and colds. In some doctors believe that garlic can reduce blood. The only to this truly amazing food is that the strong and rather smell of garlic is not the most pleasant. So that was the sample. Make sure you try to fill in the gaps if you didn't while I was speaking. <laughs> if you haven't catched them, uh, go to the blog and check them out at examseekers.wordpress.com or go back in this recording and listen to it again. This is a very simple type of exercise. You have the words given and you have to transform them to fit the spaces. The biggest problem might be how to transform them. Then you have to study word formation. At Cambridge Dictionary website, they offer some examples for you to study. So go there and check it out. There are many others like negatives in, in on this. You just have to follow a few steps. One, look at the word you have to change. Which words do you know that are in the same word family? Two, the word you have to change will receive a prefix or a suffix. The rest of the word is usually the same. Three, what form is the new word? A verb, a noun, an adjective, an adverb. Four, is the new word negative? If so, you may need a prefix. And five, if you don't know the word, guess it, you may be right. Never leave a space in blank, okay? There are some options to keep in mind. For instance, nouns often end in meant, iron, ness, iri. People nouns often end in er or ist, iron or ian. Adjectives often end in able, ibel, i've or if, all, ik, ed, in. Some verbs end in is, ate, an. Some adverbs often end in ly. By memorizing these examples, you can complete your words easily. So, what did you think? Was it easy peasy or quite tricky? <laughs> what were your most significant issues here? Were there any? Hmm. Share them with me. I'd love to know more about it and help you develop to succeed in the exam. If you have other questions about this specific test or the other parts of the Cambridge B2 first, comment in the comment section in the blog 
or leave here an audio recording for me. That's it for today. Please share this episode with the others and follow the blog on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Again, don't forget to follow the blog at the blog, examseekers.wordpress.com. Thanks for listening to me and see you next time. Bye-bye.